Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of your podcast exist in this world. Bite, sex act, crazy bite. No, bro, I can't drop out of the scene for 14 months and show up as a co-host. I'm a donkey show right in the middle of that. They always say to review IPAs last. The bitterness can destroy your palate for other beers. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, I've got Kevin Bivens with me. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, today's a weird episode uh, for everybody. Today, we're going to be showcasing the upcoming, uh, our upcoming new show, Taking Back Nerdum. You can find that Taking Back Nerdum at Taking Back Nerdum channel on YouTube. Um, we don't know if we're going to uh, convert it into a podcast as well on a separate uh, hosting site. Um that is up for discussion. Maybe like a longer, maybe we do longer uh, strain taking back Nerdum episodes. That'd be good. But uh, right now we're going to focus on the growing the YouTube channel side of things uh, of taking back Nerdum. Go check that out. Subscribe to that channel, please. Um, so this episode, we're going to review the beer and then I'm going to have clips and segments from taking back Nerdum to kind of give you you guys a taste of what the show will be and a lot of it has to do with wandavision and talking about um what we think is going to happen in marvel and things like that uh but i digress so let's get on with the beer of the day and today's beer of the day is brought to you by ingenious brewing company this is pralines and cream ice cream sundae Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for this pralines and cream ice cream sundae stout. Gushing with hazelnuts and pralines to a blah, 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 the creamy base stout. It's totes dessert time. It is 8.3% in alcohol by volume. Like I said, brewed by Ingenious Brewing Company in Humboldt, Texas. I'm going to crack this beer open. Have you had that? Have you had any um, pastry stouts, Kevin? Uh, I've never tried the pastries. I've always stuck to the regular lagers, like, you know, Shiner, uh, Michelob, Amberbach, uh, Guinness, things like that. Well, you're going to you're you're gonna have to help me big time with the tasting of this. I, I, I had COVID recently. I say recently. It's not that recent. I, I'm not killing Kevin right now. <laughs> but uh, but um, I did have uh, a COVID, and my taste is slowly coming back. It's not perfect. And so, we're glad Adam's okay, by the way. So Kevin will be my main tester. Uh, I'm going to see if I can taste any of this stuff. My main goal is to taste hazelnut. I'm not sure I'll be able to taste pralines. Pralines is kind of going to be a distinct taste. I'm not sure I'll taste it, but my goal is to taste hazelnuts in this beer. If Kevin can taste hazelnuts and I can't, that means my taste is still fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which would suck because he loves beer, guys. So first off, I'm going to smell this beer. Um, I'm not smelling hazelnut, you know, and I, you know, I, I smelled my hazelnut creamer from my coffee. I smelled hazelnut creamer before I came here to make sure I could smell hazelnut. I can't smell the hazelnut. Can you smell hazelnut in your, let me see. A hint, a hint. Okay. It's a re- you have to really almost throw your nose. in. Okay. <clears throat> here we go. And it's in the back part of the aroma. Like if you, you go to smell it, so it's just hard. pay it to, and that the second time now that I'm actually focusing for it, and it might be the foam stopping you because notice my foams went away. Yeah, and like I'm still recovering, so I don't know. I, I used to be so good and be able to catch the notes instantly. I'm so mad. 
we're going to taste this beer. Hmm. You taste the beer? No, actually, what I was going to do is I'm going to wait and see your reaction to it. And uh, I was going to actually do a rating on this beer. I was going to taste it. I was going to uh, actually rate its uh, taste and drinkability. But I was wanting to see so, how you responded first to it. <laughs> if I try hard, if my taste is so messed up, if I try as hard as I can, I can taste a hint in the back of hazelnut. It's not strong. It's not. Uh, I've had. I, I've had. If if I have my taste back, I've had way better. I've had way better hazelnut beers we'll see what uh kevin thinks um it is very creamy it has a very ice cream flavor it on, honestly it tastes like um to me bluebell tastes like cons, maybe it tastes like dr pepper oh hey yeah it tastes like a dr pepper beer does very, it play in like with other cream, beers? you know what it tastes like that dr pepper cream cream uh soda beer oh yeah does it play in with other themed beers that have the nuts or is it kind of to itself different um yeah i mean i like i said i'm not really getting pralines i knew i wouldn't because of my um i'm getting more of the the creaminess the creaminess the pastry uh the the milk the ice creamness let's see what i'm about to about to try out and uh i mean just everybody up there i'm I'm definitely going to give this though at least a nine covid rank out of ten it's it's definitely a good beer to drink while on covid i just don't know if i'm getting all the flavor i'm supposed to i'm sorry i'm sorry listeners i'm sorry i told myself i was only going to stick with bland ipas to try to counterbalance the fact that i lost my taste and what i like about this is the local anybody that's in texas from humble um and i'm about to try this and of course it says ice cream you scream oh yeah. scream for this praline and cream we uh ice cream sunday stalked and uh, gushing with hazelnuts, which I, I smelled a hint when I tried. It, it, it's very hint. Y'all, if you're missing it, it's probably because it's very hintful. Uh, and pralines to accent the creamy base stout. It totes dessert time now. I'm not normally on the show with Adam. This is this is his uh, thing. But what I'm going to do is I'm about to take a sip, and I'm going to rate 1 to 10. 5 being what you'd call a normal beer. Anything above that better. And uh, then I'm gonna actually down it, and then and then I'm gonna turn. And I'm gonna see if it's something that you could guzzle with a bunch of friends. So here we go with the taste. Actually, I do taste some of the um, the nuts and the pralines. There is a back hint of cream to it. Yeah, but you also have that stout kick. Oh yeah. Now, uh, for for anybody that's beer connoisseurs. A lager connoisseurs and stuff like uh, my buddy Adam here is. This will be something good to try, maybe sit during the wintertime. Um, I'm actually going to go a step further now. I'm going to try to down this thing. and I'm going to tell you what I think as far as like, <laughs> if you're with a group of friends and you're just like kicking back, and you're like, woohoo, you know? So here we go. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, um, <laughs> the only thing I'll say, the only thing I'll say, it's, it's pretty good. And you notice, I mean, it's a can. I mean, what I would suggest is that you get this beer as cold as possible. Like, make it almost where there's ice shivers in this thing. And then I would try drinking it. And actually, this would be a good mixture with something else. Like, if you did a Bailey's or... Oh, yeah. If you you took a Bailey's, like, instead of making a shandy, you know how everybody uses shandies, lemonade? Yeah. I think a beer like this 
with Bailey's and maybe something else would be would be awesome. It would oh, be yeah. a good mix of drink for the holidays. Like if you're sitting there during Christmas and you want to impress your buddies, shoot. Because this thing, it ain't bad. It's not. It's got the stout finish, which if you can't, if you don't drink stouts, this probably wouldn't be up your alley unless you got it really cold and you kind of acquired the taste before you actually liked it. But yeah, I mean, it's good enough for me to want to make sure I finish the rest of it. But yeah, it's pretty good beer. I mean, it's not something you're going to drink every day with your buddies, but I feel it is kind of like a, a seasonal uh, alcohol that you would be yeah, able to drink. Yeah, I, I think they did release this uh, slightly seasonal. Um, it's weird that the, the store got it so late. They got these, like, I guess they got, like, the last little dips late or something. I, I don't know what's going on with that. But um, what if you used Amarillo? That'd be crazy. And yeah. You used, and you used Bailey's. And then you you topped it off with that, and then put some Cool Whip on top, oh, and then sprinkled sprinkle pecans. <laughs> That'd be something, huh? I mean, yeah, you know, that'd be good. Work. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just okay. I'm sorry, I'm just depressed because it was hard for me to taste the beer, and I'm yeah, like, that sucks for him because he loves beer, guys. And but you know, just a little backstory: I used to have a a, a, a fiance that uh that was a bartender, so I got a lot of my ideas on alcohol from watching her. And it's just something, you know, that I thought with just tasting it, you know, so I'm going to do a plug on this. Try, this is not the beer, sorry guys. And I'm already drunk. No, I'm picking. Um, I would definitely take this and try some Amarillo or some grenadine, a little hint of grenadine. And I would also use Bailey's and this. And if you wanted to go a step further to impress your buddies, get one of them big uh, frosty glasses, add some Cool Whip, sprinkle the, a little bit of pecans on the top. It might go a long way and impress your buddies. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Bivens, for stepping in there for me. Um, obviously, I'm bummed out quite the bit because I don't know what I need to do. I need to I need to go buy a bunch of beers I've already had. Well, no, your taste buds ain't completely off because when you smell it, like I can see where you're getting the Dr. Pepper from. Okay. But like when you drink it and, and, and I deliberately let it soak in my mouth and kind of slowly that way yeah. I can taste every inch of it. Um, I mean, but I mean, Hey, I know some people that's had the COVID and they still haven't had to taste back. Oh, the really? fact that you're able to even taste it all. is pretty good. Actually, man. Yeah, man. It's hard though. I really, like I said though, I need to, to make sure I need to be able to, I need to start drinking more beers that I know the flavor that I know the yeah. flavor by heart. And actually I, I, I went and bought, um, some shiner uh candied pecans because i know the flavor of the beer and, and i love shiner and he didn't invite me for that one and uh and what well, I, I just have it in my fridge i i bought three six packs the first uh the first 12 could not taste the candied pecan no way finally i have three left so whatever that's tw- six twelve uh, 30, 40, the 15th beer. I, I haven't, I, I didn't drink them all at once, but you know, as time goes by the 15th beer, I finally had a slight, the slightest hint, the slightest hint of that candy pecan. And uh, so I'm hoping I can wait maybe another week or two and try it again and see if I can get, uh, get it. Um, yeah. Cause Shiner's a choice for making good beer. It's hard. And normally they do really good with the flavors. It's hard. Anyways, um, please enjoy these segments that I have posted with this beer review of and to take back nerdum. Here we are today with another 
episode talking to you about WandaVision, uh, where it may go. Not even just WandaVision, just the Marvel Universe in general. We have established in our videos uh, so far that we believe uh, Mephisto is going to be a big player from now until who know, actually i kind of i have an idea of when i think i think mephisto is going to be a big player from now till moon knight because in the comic books it's actually moon knight that finally rids the earth of mephisto yeah i mean so i think i think christian <laughs> bale is a big time actor he's a good actor I, I would imagine you know they would want to like to exploit that and use him for more than just one movie i mean oh yeah as big a character as mephisto is I, I think they shouldn't plug him in one movie i think he's gonna like extend further than thor I mean, I really believe, like I said with WandaVision, that there's tie-ins right now. His agent is – you're hearing it from me. Yeah. His agent is in WandaVision right now, and her name is Agatha. Agatha. And now, she is there, and now, she wants Wanda to not be herself. Now, before we get into all that, I actually want to talk about the next – the next, what comes after WandaVision, right? Yeah. That's why I, I kind of want to speak on this. So we know chronologically, we don't know, we, we do not know yet where Falcon and Winter Soldier falls chronologically. I believe that the ending of Falcon and WandaVision will probably start. Well, I feel like the ending will somehow overlap with the beginning of WandaVision, especially because the whole idea, I think, is they're hunting down the guy that that was their lead their person in Ultron the main villain the main villain in that movie mm -hmm. in the in the show is going to be the guy from Ultron yep. that that was controlling the twins yeah um so i mean uh i can't remember his name right now i was about you know i almost called him Baron Strucker, the, but it's not the guy the, <laughs> oh man the guy from Ultron of Age of Ultron Avengers Age of Ultron is going to be the villain in that and you have to think maybe he has some sort of some something to do with all this crap, especially with the Hydra commercials in mm -hmm. WandaVision. You think maybe Hydra, Hydra may have something to do with this as well. But um, but even moving forward past that, so there's that, and I think that's going to overlap on the WandaVision. Then you have WandaVision. I think I want to talk about what comes the the very next chapter after WandaVision, which is Spider Man Three. I think Spider Man Three is going to be a is going to be is going to be a three act structure and i think it's going to take place during the events of wandavision with the third act going past you know what i mean where mm -hmm. the first the first two acts of spider-man 3 take place during wandavision the third act takes place directly after wandavision yeah you know like the effects of wandavision is finally affecting that third act where we get all the spider-mans blah blah, blah. How do we get there though? Baron Zemo. Sorry. Okay. I was looking for that name. <laughs> Baron, Baron Zemo. Zemo. Uh, but how do we get there? Did you know? Did you know? In the comics, Mephisto interacts with Spider Man. Well, yeah. Uh, didn't he? Um, I'm going to wait and save this plug for later because I don't remember offhand, but I was going to plug a comic later. Go ahead. Okay, so in the comics, okay, so uh, the MCU is slightly off timeline-wise, right? Okay, Spider-Man, it's mainly because Spider-Man came in at an awkward time, but in the, in the comics, during Civil War, Spider-Man 
unmasked in front of the whole world on national TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, he unmasked for the world in Civil War. In the movies, obviously, you introduce him to Civil War. He's still, people just don't know who he is. But at the final scene of, of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, J. Jonah Jameson exposes Spider-Man. He rats him out. Rats him out to the whole world. So now, so they kind of moved, they shifted timelines a little bit of like when it happens. But we now know that this is kind of the story arc they're going with that he knows, that the world knows now that he's Spider-Man. In the comics, uh, you have Spider-Man is being defended by uh, Matt Murdock against uh, She-Hulk, who's defending uh, people that say that Spider-Man hurt them. It's kind of like, you know, the, the whole idea was that it was making fun of all those claims of when like people would, you, you, you ever hear those um, stories of when like a robber fell on a knife and sued the homeowners? Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a whole play on the fact that, so all these people that Spider-Man beat up were now suing Peter Parker. Matt Murdock was defending. She-Hulk actually comes in and, she do, she's a good she's a good guy or whatever but like she actually she hulk actually helps defend both bad guys and good guys she really has no um yeah she keeps her uh her her firm kind of neutral yeah yeah very she's very neutral in her firm and so that's so that, that's the big that's there's a big you know theory that she hulk is gonna uh, be in uh uh spider-man 3 uh going against matt murdoch to help spider-man you know so you think you think he's gonna interact with mephisto to get that knowledge to get away no 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 that's act two so i think in act two of spider-man 3 we're gonna see a disgruntled uh person shoot and kill aunt may hey yeah I mean, because you haven't seen Uncle Ben really that much. In exactly. Movie. You're going to see in the comics, right after Civil War, after all the shenanigans, someone shoots and kills Aunt May because they're disgruntled about Spider-Man. They know who Peter Parker is. Yep. Okay. Guess what Spider-Man does? What does he do? He sells his soul to Mephisto. Well, no. In the comics, he sells his, he sells his relationship with Mary Jane to Mephisto to bring his aunt back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows where Spider-Man 3 will take it? Obviously, um, obviously the MCU takes their liberties and they make original uh, content. Didn't they say Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3? In the comic books, for him to get, to him, for him to reverse uh, basically this deal he made with Mephisto, he made like this deal with Mephisto and it like, it basically all backfires. Everything you do in Mephisto is a fucking trickery, backfires, and all crazy. Uh, basically, to get to reverse that and basically to get help, Doctor Strange has to team up with Spider Man to fight Mephisto in the comics. Well, you know what? I gotta, and that's the third act. The third act I is plug. him. I got a plug for this. You know how he restores his name without Mephisto reversing it? He's probably going to do some public oh. appearance as as Peter Parker, and one of the and two Spider Men are going to pop up. That because I think when they use the three Spider Men, yeah, the world itself is not going to know there's three Spider Men running around at one time. So I think as as one of them goes to leave, they're going to do an appearance with him oh. on the side. It's and thus 
fooling the whole, even Jonah Jameson, because he likes to always get Jonah Jameson back. He'll say, see, Jonah, I'm not Spider-Man. And it's either going to be Toby's or it's going to be uh, Garfield's Spider-Man that's going to pop up next to Tom Holland's, and it's going to make it look and appear as though he's not Spider-Man. Hey, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering right off the bat. Isn't it Matt, Maddock? Maddock? Maduke? Are you talking about for Daredevil? No, Matt no, 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 Madu, uh, M-A-D-O-K, the, the machine, and Ant-Man. Oh, Ant-Man. MODOK. MODOK. Isn't MODOK, doesn't MODOK at some point control the Sinister Six? I don't it, know. I can't does. remember. There, look, look, I know originally they were all put together at Kingpin. I know. There is a, there is a story arc, and I can't remember right off the bat, where one of the villains that we've spoken about on one of these episodes controls the sinister six it might be mephisto it might be mephisto it's either mephisto modok or dr doom no no you can go with modok but modok because i'm gonna tell you this i think we're gonna see modok and captain and uh falcon and winter soldier and i'm gonna tell you why isn't baron zemo locked up yes how's he gonna get out they're not gonna just let him out right yeah somebody's gonna break him out i think modok breaks him out i think bodok with wait somebody- baron zemo uh, Baron Zemo is the guy that's going to be the that's supposed to be the new head of the Hydra, that is in that is in Captain uh, that's going to be in the Falcon and a Winter Soldier. He's going to be one of the main he's going to be one of the main villains. Are they searching? They're searching for him. I don't think they're searching for him. I yeah. think he gets out and wants revenge. And who, the Captain America who, around, so he goes to the next best. Who thing. trapped the uh, the twins? Uh, Strucker and Baron uh, Zemo. Who got away? Uh, Strucker, Strucker got killed, so Baron Zemo is the one who got away. So he got away. So that's yeah. so Baron Zemo is all in so, Civil War. He's so the, the one show, all the crap in Civil so War. the show will be them chasing him. They're trying to find him. Yeah. So he's out. He's but, I, mean, out I don't think out. he's. I don't think he's out though. Remember, he got at the end of Civil War. He got he got captured, and the and he, and he got jailed. Huh? Yeah. That's not the right guy, is he? Yeah, because it's the same one. Because uh, Baron Zemo, because Baron Zemo and uh, Strucker work together. They were both part. That's of the same one from Age of Ultron. No, Strucker's the one from Age of Ultron, but he got killed by who? But wasn't he killed by? No, he gets away. He does. I thought he got killed. He got away. Now nah, I'm confused. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. He escapes. So he does. He's so alive. Strucker, Strucker, they're fine. They're trying to find Strucker. I think. Then if he's still around, then both still around. But either way, maybe Modok and Strucker get Zemo out. I don't think Strucker. Yeah, Strucker didn't die. Because Zemo is going to play a big role. Because in the comic book, Zemo plays a big role. Well, Zemo is the one that actually comes back and restitutes Hydra. You know, he takes over Hydra. They failed that mission. Hmm? They failed that mission in um, Age of Ultron. Because remember, Iron Man's about to, you know, get get the dude, and then something happens. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like they're going to reconstitute Hydra. Okay, it's going to happen. Hydra's going to come back. Well, Hydra inf- infiltrates AIM and becomes... Um, AIM actually works with Hydra. Well, they work with everybody. There's, 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 a, there's a faction of Hydra that become AIM, or AIM becomes a Hydra or whatever, and they actually become a whole different... They become a secret acronym. I can't remember the acronym at the, off the top of my head. <laughs> but they, they become a new acronym. Well, another thing that I think is weird, too, and this might be a tie-in for Shang-Chi, you do know, like... <laughs> That one of one of Iron Man's main villains, which we didn't get to see in full tall tell uh, in full, you know, fullness, is the Mandarin. We never saw the real Mandarin. 
And there's been rumors floating around that Shane Chi is going to introduce the real Mandarin. Ten Rings. And you know, oh, yeah, it's called the Ten Rings. You know who works for the Mandarin a lot of times? Who? Modok. Modok works for the Mandarin. And Modok is one of the main villains of the West Coast Avengers. Another plug right there with Modok. Not only can you re, re not only can you connect the new shows coming, you can connect new things going forward. You can also bring in Wonder Man because Wonder Man is one of the people that fights Modok. And that's also a way for them to also bring back Rhodey. For people that love Rhodey and, and liked uh, War Machine, War Machine was a big thing in dealing with AIM and dealing with Modoc. So that's another thing to look at as well. Oh my God. And I mean, you already got, you already got, that, that's, that's like the, to me, it's all, it's a slow setup to what's going to end up being. You're going to have the Avengers resuscitate as a team. It's going to be slightly different, but you have a West Coast Avengers team. And I think, Rhodey's going to come back into it somehow. And then you're going to have Venom. Wonder Man. You're going to have... Uh, Venom. Venom. <laughs> hey, 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 he, hey, he's he, going to be somewhere. Isn't he West Coast in the in, the, in Sony? Well he, well, he is going to go to New York at some point in time, but he's originally from he, he's originally from San Francisco. Yeah, in, in, in the movie, in Venom movie, he's, San in, he's in San Francisco, the West yeah, Coast. That, that could very well be. You could have Rhodey. You could have Wonder Man. You could have Venom. You could have uh, Vision. Probably Morbius. Have, uh, make, uh, Scarlet Witch. Do you think they're gonna make Morbius a good guy? Is that the whole fucking deal? They're making it seem like that. That's kind of iffy. Or they're making him a good guy that's gonna turn into a villain. <gasps> what if Morbius? The end of the movie. What if the Morbius? Yeah, it takes it over. Dude, what if the Morbius movie is a setup? Is a whole buildup to Blade? And then Should we have be. Blade. But who fought? Who? Which two characters fought together to bring Mobius down when he Morbius down when he got Spider Man and Blade? Blade. Do you think Blade will be introduced in Spider Man? Probably not this one. You know, the next. You one. know who I think he's gonna be introduced in? Where? This is just a guess. I think he's gonna be introduced in Doctor Strange. I don't know. He's a supernatural character. So He's Moon Knight, I think Moon Knight. Vampires, I don't think exist right now. When does Blade come out? Before or after Moon Knight? I would think after or around the same time. It doesn't come out soon. I can't it's not one of the main movies coming out this no, year. No, I know. It's, it, that's, that's future. See, <laughs> I, think, I think this is what's happening. Kevin Feige said, now that the mainstream Marvel worked out, we're going to expand into the comic books where they have different areas. So what is he doing? He needs to expand the space because there's so much space in Marvel. So many heroes, so many things to explore. But there's also the supernatural realm. And then there's, you know, the political realm and the and the sabotage realm, which we've already got that with Captain America, Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, AIM, Hydra, all the political theater. And then and then you get all this stuff going around. Well, you now you got Doctor Strange. Well, as we know in the MCU right now, there is no monsters. There's no vampires. There's no nothing. And we know Blade is definitively a supernatural vampire he's not created like morbius was my theory just like on one of our previous videos you can you can go back and look i believe that when the multiverse of madness happens wanda has broken a barrier and when they try to fuse that barrier back it merges two universes together to form one new one and when they do that the other universe probably had it had mutants so think about it. Marvel is always using science. It's always using everything. So if there's no mutants in this continuity, there's got to be mutants over here. Well, if there is, mutants is a virus. It's DNA, right? It's all about biology. What else is kind of a virus in biology? Vampirism. So it just begs the idea that 
I think we're going to see whatever happens in this multiverse of madness. I could be so far off. I believe it's going to create the opening for Blade to come in. It's going to be the opening for all these others to come in. And I want to go ahead and pull this out. I think I think Mephisto is more powerful than we think. I think they're going to make him more powerful than he was in the comics. Yeah. I think Mephisto is going to be a multiversal demon. He knows about all these characters. Oh, uh, Moon Knight has to kill... Moon Knight kills Mephisto like four times uh, in the comics because... Mm-hmm. After the after he kills me when he kills Mephisto in six one six, uh, a Mephisto from a different universe yes comes in and then when he kills him a Mephisto from a different universe comes in and they're like you're gonna answer for your crimes you're gonna answer for your crime you're going to hell <laughs> yeah shit like that it's, it's crazy. probably all split up for the maybe Mephisto's one being that manifests himself in multiples yeah maybe and and another thing you know and and he's not even the main protagonist of Mephisto. Isn't the main protagonist of Mephisto Ghost Rider? Uh, yeah. In, in a sense. In the comics, he fought him quite a bit. He did. And I mean, I just think... Well, because at, at the end of Mephisto's reign, the whole point was, uh, I think Ghost... Hell, we might see Ghost Rider in Moon Knight, because I think the whole the whole deal right there was that Ghost Rider finally comes in. Like, he finally help, he helps... Uh, Moon Knight uh, finally basically takes over hell. He takes over. Yeah. He becomes the king of hell. He takes over Mephisto's spot in hell. Ghost Rider does. And see, and, and moving forward, like I said, they like to compartmentize everything. I think Doctor Strange is going to be a plug for all the supernatural stuff in Marvel and in the movies going forward. It's going to be plugged in through him somehow. I think all the technological plugs are going to be done through, you know, Captain America, Iron Man. Well, Iron Man ain't there, so you're going to have, you know, uh, War Machine. You're going to have all these, like, technological characters that are still left. Maybe Pepper Potts, they bring her back in. And this is something I'm going to point out. I haven't told anybody this, and it's a theory that's been running with me this whole time. You remember the boy at the funeral scene at the end of Endgame? That's the same boy from Iron Man 3 growing up. And he was very good inventor. He was yeah. already smart. I think, I think, before they introduce uh, Ironheart later down the road with a uh, what's the what's the girl's name? No. Uh, oh, um, the, uh, MIT. The slit the slit the wrist girl. I don't know if she slits her wrist, but she's the one that takes up the Iron Man mantle down the road. Wait, oh, she's you're, the you're, MIT oh. graduate. I thought you were. <laughs> I think we'll be the in between before. I that. thought you were asking me. <laughs> I thought you were asking me the actress that was going to play her. Oh, I'm, no, no, no! I'm talking about the character itself. Okay, I thought you were about, the, I thought, I thought you were about the actress. I'm like, I'm like the girl from that Suicide Show. <laughs> uh, well, whoever she is, before they plug her in, there's going to be a definitive Iron Man. He might not be named Iron Man, but he's going to da- moniker the Iron Man. Uh, yeah, machine it's, it's Mysterio. And I think, no, no, I don't think it's going to be Mysterio. I think it's going to be that boy from the funeral. I think he's going to take the Iron Man mantle for a while, and then he's going to eventually either die or he's going to mentor the girl coming in as Ironheart. His daughter? No, not his daughter. The, 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 well, in the comic books, there's a, uh, it's an African-American uh, uh, MIT, MIT graduate okay. that, that dons the armor and becomes, I think her name is Ironheart. Which they have that pinned. 
but uh, they have they have an gonna, iHeart, but band. they always do a transition. Yeah, I think you're gonna have that boy become the new Iron Man. <laughs> he's gonna be the inventor. He's gonna be, and if he's not, he's gonna be behind the scenes improving her armor. I think he's got. Why would you put him in the funeral scene if not to use him more? Because he remembers them. Yeah, but I mean, you already had the big hitters mourning his loss. Yeah. You could have just said that the kid died with half the other world and then he got brought back and he becomes a villain. He could be a villain, but nah, I think <laughs> he's he Modoc. I think Tony touched his life in a good way. And yeah. I think he will he's gonna be an Iron Man type character. As to what they have him do, I'm not sure. He starts aim in the spirit of trying I don't to be think good. Tony's daughter is gonna ever be an Iron Man type character, but she might play a, a Pepper Potts type character. Maybe Tony's daughter. And that boy get together. Oh, maybe. And they run Stark Industry. Ooh, that'd be interesting. And maybe the reason why Robert Downey Jr. comes back is everybody knows in the comic books that Tony Stark had a twin brother. And he's blonde. And he stayed behind the scenes. What are your thoughts on the um, recent uh, leaked uh, leaked photos of Spider-Man? Oh, oh Spider-Man 3 takes place around Christmas. It's Christmas time. Yeah. It's going to be a Christmas movie uh also there's a lot of posters it's basically the world is team mysterio team spidey which actually that might play into team mysterio is gonna be the sinister six that might no but there's posters for it you understand uh, there's like literal like 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 uh like protest like protest posters because maybe somebody hires the Sinister Six, Dude. too, because Spider-Man becomes a fugitive. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what the whole court case is about. Maybe, yes, maybe he loses his court case. Maybe it's, he's, a vandal, he's vandalized, and since they can't take him because they know he's super-powered, he goes on the run. And Craven the Hunter. Oh, yeah, Craven the Hunter's going to be in it. So Craven the Hunter has to hunt him down. Yeah, but then Craven has problems. They need to hire more people. But then I'm going to ask you this. Okay, all this going on, where does those two Spider-Man fit in? The third act. For what? How did they get there and what's their purpose there? The third act is going to be random chaos because it's going to take place because the, the first two acts of the movie take place, you know, during the good parts of WandaVision. The third act is Wanda just fucked the world. So I bet you it's just going to be this normal ass movie where things are going bad for Peter Parker. Oh, everything. Oh, he's almost about to, he's, he's almost fixed it all up. Boom. Or maybe, maybe second act, someone dies. I don't know. Third act, shit goes off the rails. Multiple Spider-Man, all these villains. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I can't make sense of it. Honestly, I feel Spider-Man being uh, outed. It's going to be a side story. It's not going to be the main story. The main story is going to be what's happening while that's happened, making more chaos in the in the theme of th- stream of things, I think it all ties into what Wanda did. Because you already know why is he in court? Because you maybe, already maybe, know maybe that's a first day. Well, no, he's in court obviously because they consider him a vigilante. He's been jumping around, and maybe he does something at the beginning of the movie that damages. But how property. crazy is the Wandavision stuff that it's a, we? How long is Spider Man three going to be? Is it gonna be a three-hour movie? Uh, I think it'll be two. I think I think the whole thing is, you already know villains from the other universes are going to be in this movie. Yes, we've already confirmed. Yes, uh, the go- both goblins, both goblins. Well, we have uh, Norman Osborn 
Uh, I say Norman. I got Rommel. it. Uh, I, I got it. Okay. Maybe the energies of the multiverse is what the villain needs. Okay. And the way to open the multiverse is through Wanda, because of her chaos magic. Or maybe he's looking for the soul stone from another multiverse to the power biggest, himself back up. The biggest thing of this movie will be when do these other Spider-Men show up? We know that Tobey Maguire has around has only about six scenes, they said. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man has around six scenes. Um, I think the other uh, the other Spider-Man has a little more i think i don't know if it has more scenes or more lines but i know i think they're saying that he has a little bit extra interaction with tom holland yeah yeah um just where does it fit where do they come in because there's this whole storyline they know spider-man is maybe shit dude maybe uh maybe that's at the beginning Maybe Spider-Man. Maybe it's in the beginning, and he's like, it's not me. There's multiple Spider-Man. Look at all these Spider-Men rolling around. You know, when, when Wanda does her bullcrap and it opens all these gateways, the Spider-Man's fighting his villain over here, yeah. and they all fall through the portal. Or the villain runs in the portal when he sees it open, and he chases him in, not knowing. And then the same one does the same thing. And maybe either the three have to get together because three things have to happen to stop what's going on. <sighs> That maybe maybe there's a device that they plant to keep them. I don't open. know. It's so crazy. But but I mean, that, it doesn't make sense. The 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 reason why the villains are there, the same reason why the heroes are there. We can surmise that straight off the top. The villains and the heroes are there for the same reason. So a portal has to open up to their universes, which goes back to Wanda. It all ties back to Wanda. Whatever Wanda did is going to affect Love and Thunder. It's going to affect. WandaVision, obviously. It's going to affect um, Spider-Man. It's going to affect... I don't know if it's going to fight Black, pa- Black Panther 2 because they haven't said if it would or didn't. I do have a theory on Black Panther 2 if you want to hear me on that one as well. I believe Michael B. Jordan, and I'm going to shoot this out there. Oh, yeah, he, he comes back. I think he's going to be the new Black Panther. Yeah, probably. I don't think his character is going to be the one from this <clears throat> universe, though, because he all tends to yeah. die. I think the character from the other universe is going to be a Black Panther from the other universe. Yeah. And he's going to see more of a need to be here. Who's had dealings with uh, uh, MODOK? So. MODOK has dealt with a lot of people in combat. Yeah. So you can use him as a plant tie to a lot of stuff. That's why him, him, and Mephisto. To, him and Mephisto. Him and is going to use MODOK. And I think Zola is MODOK. Because he's already transferred his human body into the machine. It's just a matter of him getting the getting the floating head suit and flying around. That's all that's left. We said a lot in this episode. <laughs> but um, we'll see. Spider-Man, the Spider-Man, I'll say this. We know the villains and the heroes are there for the same I reason. Know, but- we have to surmise Black Widow is the cause. Huh? She I, I I'm saying she's the cause. Scarlet Witch. There. Scarlet Witch, I'm sorry. Why did I say Black Widow? Scarlet Witch is the cause. You're psychic. You know something. I no, don't know. I don't. You know something. No, I have a plug for Black Widow, but I'm not going to use that yet because something I need to know before that plug makes sense. But I mean, I don't think the main villain 
that is doing all the damage is going to be fleshed out in Spider-Man. I just think whatever he's doing is going to be thwarted by the three Spider-Men. And I already, I'm already saying this, one of the Spider-Men are going to die. And I do believe... Andrew Garfield, because... Uh, to, uh, because uh, to- Tobey Maguire... Tobey Maguire is already uh, penciled in to Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. We're, we're going to have two Spider-Men One's going to sacrifice his life stopping something. And I think the other one is going to come in and be like a mentor to Peter a little bit before he leaves in essence. That's my opinion. He's going to play the Uncle Ben role yeah. without dying. He's going to be like, well, hey, man, I did this for a long time. Because Tony's gone, and Tony was his mentor. And he doesn't have a mentor he needs a mentor to understand his powers and understand how to use them and to progress. And that's where the elder Spider-Man of Tobey Maguire comes in. He's an elder Spider-Man. that's already dealt with everything. He's not going to die. Well, he, he don't have to die to, to, he don't oh. have to die to tutor the young one. Okay. The Andrew Garfield is going to be the one that dies and is going to probably reveal to the young Spider-Man, Hey, that's what it means to be a hero, to just put all your selfish needs aside and die for a cause. And that Spider-Man fits to die because he doesn't have nothing to live for. All of his love interests are dead. You know? Yeah. And yeah, fucking um, Kristen Dunst is going to be in Spider-Man uh, 3 as well, uh, well. Yeah, she's going to be sucked in too. I bet, I bet, I'm saying maybe. It doesn't make sense. Do you think. Who's the, who's the villain? It's Doc Ock, right? No, the villain. Doc Ock is going to be the, the, vi- the from, villain from, from Toby Toby yes, Maguire's world, yes, right? Yes. Well, he kidnapped. It's easy. Both he, though, fucking Green Goblin from Toby. There's two. There's going to be two goblins. They're going to be maybe the, one of them kidnapped Mary Jane, and that's how she there, gets involved. There's going to be two goblins: mm-hmm. Electro and Do, uh, Doc Ock. Do me a favor, Marvel. Please don't give me the sniveling Electro you gave us in that movie. It's Give it's, us the it's real they can do him different. Maybe he's no. There's something can change. Maybe he's more hard now. He's been in prison. Who knows? Just don't give me the sniffling fanboy electro, please. Um, because y'all ruined that for Jamie. Jamie had a good role. He could have played in that, and y'all just destroyed the way they got, they plugged. But that's what I feel. I feel they're there for the same reason, <laughs> but they're gonna go different ways. And I believe Toby Spider Man is gonna be the mentor at the end to the young one, while Andrew sacrificed himself to finish his job, and. All of this multiverse madness, the villain cause of this is going to be Mephisto. Now you're going to say, well, we've heard Kane the Conqueror is going to be a major villain coming up. He is. I think what's happening here is going to cause something down the road that Kane the Conqueror blames our heroes for. And we won't find that to after all this is fleshed out. Remember, just like in all the phases, we have a villain that does something bad and alerts the main villain. Like, remember the first Avengers? Loki did all this. Avengers beat Loki, and Thanos goes, "Hey, you know, maybe I need to go handle this myself." Yeah, this is gonna be one of the things. Mephisto does all this. Kang is gonna be like, "What the heck?" You know, um, even though I wouldn't say Kang is more powerful than Mephisto, but he would be alerted. Maybe all these events lead to something down the road that destroys his future. Yeah, then it shouldn't have been like that. Final thoughts. Do you think Spider-Man three? Is going to suck. No, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I, I'm going to make this clear. I mean, Spider-Man 3, the first, make this clear. first Spider-Man not. 3 was overcrowded yeah. and sucked. Yes. Did, right. I, was it not overcrowded? Yes, I agree. They they did horrible with Venom. And they did, they didn't, they did. Well, everything, they crammed everything in. Yes. Well, this is the, this is the difference. This studio trusts Kevin Feige. 
They let him do his thing. They don't try to inject things that the director don't want. They shove that stuff up Sam Raimi's butt. That wasn't his doing. I think it's going to be good because Marvel has already shown they can flood people in there and still make it work. Look at Civil War. Look at Endgame and Infinity War as examples. Yeah, They know how to place villains and place because they're they're focused on making a good movie they're not focused on doing fan service more than they are just making a good movie the i think the reason why this is going to work is because it's not focused on one character and then you get overwhelmed because you keep seeing these characters coming in and you're interfered by them and you're like what the heck's going on where's he at it's going to be a good movie because it's focused on the story that's happening an overlying arc that's happening yeah and they were showed in 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 most people love that Spider Spider Man into the Spider Verse, where they had multiple. Yeah, the, the the idea and concept to make that work is there as well. I think it's going to be solid. I, don't, I can't say it's going to be great. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what's going to happen. I think what's going to make or break the movie is why this is happening. Yeah, like like what villain is it? If it's Mephisto, that's going to be good because they're fleshing out that villain as a much larger threat. But then again, Mephisto could come in and maybe Thor beats the trash out of him, and we don't see Mephisto no more. You know, who knows? Who knows? But uh, who knows? Let us know in the comments below what you think. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Spider-Man 3 is going to be any good? Do you think that all this is tied together? Do you think that Spider-Man 3 is overcrowded by all the news you've heard about Spider-Man 3? Um, fuck, dude. Don't let the media take over this. Let us know. Help us. Subscribe to us. Comment to us. Like Jeez. this video. Share this video. Man. Help us take back Nerdle. Nerdle. Thank you for listening to those segments from Taking Back Nerdum. Please go to that YouTube channel. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. Hell, you better have subscribed to Opinions and Beer. Do you agree with what we said? Do you agree with our opinions on this ice cream, praise and cream, Sunday beer? If not, well, well, that's just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions, Okay. Oh, shit. We are opinions and beer.